Welcome to the Inspiring You Show, where we shine a light on healing, whole health in our lives. We believe that in healing your story, you can transform your life. We are here to provide hope, tips, tools, resources, and a community so no one feels alone in this journey called life. I'm Henry, an intuitive empath, mindfulness meditation teacher, dowsing and Reiki master teacher, and energy healer. This, my friends, is a vibrational experience, a remembering of the truth of who we are. The content is light encoded to assist you on your journey if you wish to receive for your highest good. Welcome to the show, everyone. So I want to talk about last week. Last week was rough at times for me. And sometimes I forget I'm an empath. And I don't know if anybody else can relate to this. So I just feel like there's so much to say right now, yet at the same time, I feel as if I have no words in the physical space or for the last week I have just been doing a lot of meditation and contemplation and um, really attending to my own energy field. There has been, there's just been so much written. There's been so much that has already been written about what has happened last week. Um, so many of us have cried expressed every emotion possibly under the sun, maybe even been angry or just really upset and maybe also witnessing politicians who may have, you know, in, in whatever way you look at it, um, or I don't really have the words, um, Maybe it just feels like we've been here before, and it is because we have. And yet, really hoping that this time it feels different. Before, I really fully understood that there had been another mass shooting in an elementary school in the United States. I felt a shifting in my energy field. And without consciously being aware of it, my vibration started dropping. My vibration started dropping and I noticed that I was sad. I felt some grief, some depression, and I started getting teary-eyed. I was crying on and off and um, I felt tired. And then... You know, and I started doing also, I, I cried on and off and at times in feeling tired. And then I started, I started very unconsciously focusing on things I didn't like and appreciate. And my field, my personal energy field was becoming negative rather fast. And then I learned that what was happening that on May 24th, an 18 year old uh, went into Rob Elementary School in Texas and fatally shot 19 children and two teachers before also being shot, which was bringing the spotlight on gun violence in the United States once again. 
Before I continue, I just want to take a moment of silence to pause and just honor those who have died. This pause is not a time of prayer or religious practice. It's really a time to honor, a way to honor the human life that was lost and to support the families in the community. So let's take a moment to pause and honor the 21 victims in last week's mass shooting at Robb Elementary School in Texas and anywhere else. You know, they, they each, each, each person was someone who loved and was loved. They're someone's family member and friend. So in our own way and in silence, let us take a moment to honor them and let us also recognize and support the families the communities at this time that may need support. So let's do this moment of silence right now. Thank you so much, everyone, for doing that with me. So this was awful. It was a tragic happening in the U.S., and the collective field was really extra heavy. I did record a dousing energy healing session last week that I was going to put up on social media, yet I, as I was recording it, I found myself crying throughout it, which crying you know it can be beneficial in terms of the releasing yet I just I was so incredibly sad and the dousing the mini dousing session did help me yet I recognized that you know for me what I noticed from the experience is from that time, I saw my energy field dipping into the negative, you know, and then, and that was before the news of what happened. And then, you know, intuitively, I could feel something was happening. I got the information. And then with the news in the physical world of what happened, I then observed all kinds of thoughts swirling in. And some were extremely heavy with grief. Some were really out, like the outrage. I felt the, I felt such outrage that these, these littles, these children, these elementary school children, these innocent children, you know, I had some angry thoughts, some sad thoughts, some judgmental thoughts. You know, some of it went, when will we learn? I can't believe this is still happening. And then even some like numb thoughts were coming in. My friends, I was in the thick of it. I was in the swirl of it. I was. And I was flung back personally to memories that happened in 2008 
when I did a documentary on education and spent almost two years in an elementary in an elementary, middle, and high school following the mayor of Los Angeles and his reform team um, taking charge of 10 Los Angeles Unified School District schools. And in the beginning of that experience, first of all, let me take a step back. I went into the schools because I had read a report about kids dropping out of high school. And I didn't understand, you know, I wanted to understand why children were dropping out of high school in like 10th grade, that there were statistics on it. And I wanted to understand why. And so I had done a series of mini um, documentaries. And then um, my producing partner at the time and I were invited to um, follow the Los Angeles mayor and his reform team taking over 10 schools. And we did that for, we followed them for a year and a half. And I spent another six months after that in the editing process. And so during that time, I did a lot of research on schools. And we also did a lot of research and went into private schools as well. We wanted to know what was going on public and private. It was eye-opening. It was really eye-opening. And one day in particular, my producing partner and I went to the elementary school to do some filming. And when we walked in, all the children were outside in the schoolyard. And they were all laying on the ground with their hands over their heads. And I didn't understand at first what I was seeing because in my experience of attending school, we were prepared for fire drills. I had never seen or experienced firsthand in terms of a duck and cover drill. It was, it was so sad. You know, to experience firsthand what it's like to watch and film elementary school children learning how to protect themselves when a shooter was on campus. To duck and cover, duck and cover, duck and cover. That's what the principal kept saying, duck and cover. Well, another one was saying, if they're shooting at you, you have to protect your head. Oh, my friends. I was devastated to see these little innocent children laying on the ground and covering their heads. And I just remember looking through, because I was filming at the time, looking through the viewfinder and tears were running down my face just like they are now. Like I am, tears are running down my face. I feel equally, I feel equally sad in that moment. And I remember thinking, what are we doing? How has it gotten like, what are we doing? 
what are we doing? And now all these years later, all these years later, that was in 2008, all these years later, how has it gotten so much worse? And so I had all these thoughts coming in and I was mad. Like, when will we learn? Where's the care? What is happening? People, people. Oh, and I just felt dizzy as I was flooded with memories from 2008 and 2009. And then another distinct moment when I was in the middle school filming. I was in the middle school filming and I had been, we had all been prepped on the different um, bell system, the different bells. And there was a certain bell that could go off that would indicate if there was a shooter on campus. And all of a sudden, the warning bell went off and it was indicating that there was a shooter on campus. And you just saw everyone go into action, just gathering the children, getting them into the classrooms, locking the doors. And we just needed to go quickly into a classroom and lock the doors. And I had been in between classrooms. I was about to go into another one when I just hopped into the closest one. And I was then in a lockdown. I was in a lockdown with sixth graders. And the teacher and I kept looking at each other, trying to be calm and support the children. Yet, it was really scary. It was really, really scary to be in this lockdown situation, not really knowing, you know, what was happening outside, not knowing. It, it, it was just so scary. And even though at that point I had then been in numerous... um duck and cover drills with the various schools. When you're living through that moment, it is so scary. And when you have these little children with their wide eyes looking to you to help them as an adult, like, wow, the teacher and I were just, you know, doing the best that we can in terms of just keeping calm and supporting the children, keeping calm and supporting the children. We were in that lockdown situation for over an hour or so. Um, and then, you know, a couple months after that, there was another situation where... Um, another situation where another um, another shooter was on campus and at that time a SWAT team came through like a SWAT team it it, it was just it, I wasn't actually present for that one but um, there was a local there was a news crew that 
was there at the school at the time and the principal had been um sharing with the with the local crew some of the things that um we've just been through as a community and one of them was about uh, about this and then like lo and behold then it happens where a SWAT team comes through the campus chasing after a person with a gun. Um, and, and that news crew actually did get it on camera where they were following the SWAT. They saw the, um, they had some footage of the SWAT team coming through. Um, they were, they were safely behind the doors filming through the window using long lens but still, it's, it's you know, I was talking to, I called that principal that I, that I um, was filming with last week, and we talked about it. We talked about the experience of what it was like, and, and how just all of it, all the feels, all the feels. And so... Yeah, last week, all these memories just washed ashore and in, into my mind, and I just, I, I, I felt so incredibly sad for so many reasons. And I have been using tools for years and years and years and years, and one of the reasons why I myself started, you know, really using tools back in my 20s was because I just noticed as an empath how you can just feel so energetically heavy and it begins to really affect me in all kinds of different ways. And so, yes, like in terms of grieving and, and honoring, all of it is so important, yet at the same time making sure to take care of your individual energy field is you know, when you're ready is really important. And for me, I noticed this pattern of subtle negative thinking really creating, you know, created a resonance in me with a similar low vibrational thought patterns and negativity that was around. And then I began resonating at a lower than normal rate. And I started feeling even more tired, sad, and even just just more upset. And this then, I noticed, this triggered more negative thinking and feeling in me, at which point I really started feeling just awful. And I really started feeling awful as I came into even closer resonance with the lower vibrational feelings and negativity of collective consciousness that was around. So a bit of negative thinking in me created an opening and resonance for all sorts of heavy emotional energy to then come flooding into my field. And, you know, that can be the challenge of being, you know, really highly in tuned and, you know, being an empath. Yet there are tools and ways to support yourself and in 
you know, blessedly, it didn't take too long for me to become aware that I was doing negative emotion and spiraling down the rabbit hole. And then empathetically maybe taking on that negativity spiraling around in the collective. And I was able to then use energy healing tools to, when I was ready, to clear, release, and shift. So why am I telling you this? Because on some level, my friends, we are all empathetic. And right now in the world, and also not only on some level are we all empathetic, but we also have our individual field and then we are part of the collective. We are all part of this whole. And right now in the world, there is very, very, very heavy current of negative emotional energy, fear, and there could even be like negative distorted thought patterning, sadness, grief, and and so then you're spiraling down the vibrational scale to match the heaviness in the world even though it's understandable because it's just so awful and tragic and terrible. I mean, you just heard me minutes earlier crying from a memory that happened in 2008 that then when I heard about the shootings at this elementary school, it just resonated. So I understand Yet with that, though, there is also awareness and, and becoming conscious. And so spiraling down the vibrational scale to match the heaviness in the world, it just doesn't really help anyone. And there doesn't, and that, this doesn't mean there isn't sadness for what has happened. This doesn't mean that there isn't sadness for what has happened. Or that we should ignore the challenges in the world or pretend things are different than they are. Yet, from my own experience, I recognize, oh, okay, I can have my experience and then I can use tools to support. And not only myself, because then it can also possibly help out the collective. And it's also really powerful to remember, my friends, that we are in duality. And so, yes, there are awful, terrible atrocities. And yes, simultaneously, there are also incredible blessings and so much love and light. And remember, the power of your being, the change in holding the field of love and compassion. Remember the power of being, the change in holding the field of love and compassion. It takes far more effort to consciously stay in resonance with joy, love, peace, 
compassion in light that is present now than it does to slip into the downward stream of fear and uncertainty. And when you're able to stay in a state of neutrality, of presence, love, peace, compassion, you can then be of service through taking inspired action, sending loving energy, or by simply resonating with love and letting that high vibrational energy ripple out beyond you. And I'm not saying not to grieve because last week I did grieve. And even here in this, you heard me expressing tears. In fact, last week I had several days of grief. And I understand how challenging this can be. And last week... I, at one moment, felt a pit in my stomach, sickness in my stomach, which completely probably paled in comparison to the shock and pain the families in Texas were enduring or are enduring. I know perhaps their pain is indescribable. And last week's tragedy may have triggered fresh pain in the families from Parkland, Sandy Hook, and anyone else who's lost a loved one to violence in our churches, our supermarkets, our streets, our movie theaters. So may we honor the grief so many of us are experiencing. May we acknowledge the pain We have gone through 27 school shootings so far this year. And if a mass shooting at an elementary school wasn't enough, there were mass shootings continued over the weekend across the United States. Some news outlets are saying there have been 214 mass shootings so far this year. Some say more. I implore you not to give up, my friends. Yes, take inspired action. Take inspired action from the energy of love, compassion, and care. It's higher vibrational energies. If you want to make calls, make calls. Get out there and vote. Have your voice heard. Participate in marches, fundraisers. And there are other ways to support being the change as well. I encourage beneficial, inspired action. I also encourage feeling the feelings. If you want to let yourself cry, let yourself cry. If you feel like it, let yourself do it. Yet I also invite you to become more aware of your thoughts and emotions during this time. Be a caretaker to self as well and to the collective field. Remember, you are also an active contributor to the collective field. I was well aware last week that I was putting in my sadness into the collective field. I'm sorry, everyone. 
And once I grieved and came into the consciousness, I did do several dousing energy healing sessions to clean up my part, though. And obviously, even I waited to do this episode of the podcast, there's still things that I still feel too sad. And, and we will do a meditation in a bit where we're calling in Reiki to ask to clear and to support us and bring in loving kindness and compassion. I encourage you to be a bridge of light, to remember you ignite your reality through conscious communication to self as well as contributing to collective, to be mindful to be mindful of your vibration energy field, to be mindful to keep your vibration energy field high and also gently reminding that our words can create undeniable power in the world as well. I understand that I've seen a lot in social media where you know, people are frustrated and they're upset and saying that, you know, prayers and thoughts are not enough and, and wanting action, which absolutely, I'm with you. I will say, though, I'm not with you on the part about prayers and thoughts because your thoughts actually are really powerful and so just imagine if we all were able to just really become more in sync for the highest good, what it really could beneficially do. And so you may have seen for yourself and felt how words can inflate, crush, encourage, disappoint, excite, create hope. Words can carry their own power and are an integral part of, a, of your electromagnetic field. They put out energy and they can attract the same type of energy to you. They can also attract the people and situations that resonate to their energy. Rumi said, raise your words, not your voice. It's rain that grows flowers, not thunder. So let that resonate through. You know, in one of my recent um, meditation prayer sessions, I found myself saying this, dear God, in the midst of anger and heartbreak in the collective, remind us to choose the path forward in love, care, and hope. Help us to release denial and embrace the love, light, and be empowered into courage to enact beneficial change for highest good. Give us the support, strength, hope, to be downloaded with wisdom that we can make a difference and be propelled into inspired action for agents of beneficial change for all of humanity for the highest good. And as I was saying this, this prayer and asking for the support for the highest good, I felt this wave of light move through me. And then I received a downloaded and this was the answer back. Dear one, care about how you feel. Care about how you focus. Care about yourself and your own heart so thoroughly you refuse to give in to the hatred, fear, and anger 
that is being stirred up on your planet at this time. Refuse to empower the denser vibrations with your focus on them. You know they exist. You witness them on your news and your conversations with others. Some of you witness these energies as bombs dropping from the sky or fortunes temporarily lost. You know these vibrations exist. Now turn your sights to something else. Turn your sights towards the blessings, the good in your own lives, and the good in your hearts of your fellow human beings. Turn your sights towards the good in your own lives and the good in your hearts of your fellow human beings. What can you find joy in at this moment? What can you appreciate at this moment? Instead of focus on the atrocities being committed by the lost. Focus and pray for the light within them to arise so they may awaken to their true nature. Instead of condemning those who are not living in love, turn your sights towards the countless human beings who are living in and showing up in love and care. Instead of criticizing and waging war within yourself, focus on all that is good, beautiful, and light-filled within you. Instead of fearing your bodily conditions, focus on the life, the health, the vitality you wish to enjoy. Dear one, the world benefits when you focus on the good. When you focus on the light, when you focus on the light, for when you focus on the light, on the good, you feel good. And when you feel good, that is when you feel the light and the light is moving through you for highest good. And when you feel this way, you feel the essence of who you truly are. You are an aspect of the divine. And when you feel divine, you allow divine love to flow naturally to you, through you, and out into the world for the highest good. And can you imagine what a kinder and more stable world that would feel like? Can you imagine waking up feeling peaceful, secure, and happy? If you already do, celebrate it. If you don't, let yourself sense, imagine, visualize, be in knowingness. Let yourself, however it looks, feels to you, find the feeling, the essence of it. Let yourself feel the light. Let yourself feel the good, the blessings, the abundance. And then you will be allowing yourself to feel the truth of who you are in terms of the essence of divine. And dear one, it is not insensitive to turn your sights toward the higher, 
vibrations. It allows you to be a greater contribution, a greater contributor, both practically and vibrationally. When you are up, when you are in a higher vibrational frequency, when you are in the energies of love, care, compassion, you then shine more and bring more individually as well as to the collective and those around you. When you are up, you have love flowing through you and it can easily be shared for highest good because it is moving through you. When you are down, what happens is you then may reach out. You want energy from others. So when you are up, you have the energy of love that's flowing through you. And so it's so much so and abundant that it's just moving through you and your energy is high. Yet when you are down, you may feel helpless and you want energy from others. And it's not right, wrong, good or bad. There is an isness. And so when you are when you are able to appreciate, you can contribute to the vibration of abundance. So when you are appreciative, you contribute to the vibration of abundance. When you are caught in the dense energies, the low vibrational frequencies, you know, say if you are complaining, and it's okay to complain. It's just when you're stuck in the pattern and programming of days, weeks, months, which is understandable because it can be really difficult here on earth at times. And so when you complain, you may empower the vibration of lack, not on purpose, but that is how the energies work. And sometimes you need a loving air and sometimes help to process your denser emotions. And it is okay to share your heart. And it's okay to share in terms of what you're moving through, the denser feelings with others and and in meditation and prayer, we don't want you to pretend that you, that we don't want you to pretend that you feel good if you don't. We're not asking you to live in denial of your feelings. We are asking you to slowly move them towards a more loving reality. And in terms of Council of Light, divine source, spirit guides for highest good, angels, archangels for highest good. We're always there ready to help you, love you without condition. Talk to us when you are afraid or angry. Give us and release the denser energy so we can support you to transform and transmute it for the highest good. 
sit, breathe, and ask us to help you move into a more loving state. We know that you're all doing your best. We love you. We want to help you find a higher and happier beneficial focus for you. Or maybe even just a peaceful place for you. Or finding that space that's in net neutrality. So if you can... Acknowledge how you're feeling, and then when you're ready, ask for the support, declare and release it, and then reach for and allow that love energy to move through you. Help is always available. And just remember... You are witnessing a global drama right now, one that goes on in so many ways every day all over the world. In relationships, homes, businesses, even in individual human hearts. A human may feel insecure and try to control others in the external world. No amount of control can, as- can release that fear. Instead, with every empty, unloving victory, whether it be conquering a nation, winning an angry argument, manipulating someone into complying, or even bullying, into doing something that your heart is not all aligned with. One is driven further and further away from the experience of love. So instead, let yourself release from trying to force the world and others to help you feel secure and loved. And instead, Seek love where it can truly be found by placing your focus upon it. Seek it in moments of appreciating what is good in your life right here, right now. Seek love in the silence of acknowledging all that is good in yourself or another person. And remember, it's not about right or wrong, good or bad. It's really about the light, the light in yourself and the light in another person. Let yourself recognize the light in yourself and in another person. Let yourself seek love by going within and breathing until you feel the peace of divine that flows into you freely when not obstructed by low vibrational thoughts. Dear one, let yourself go within and that is where you'll seek love 
This is your source of abundance and vitality. This is your security. This is the power that gives life to all creation. Focus on anything that feels a little closer to love and you are opening the valves of your spiritual heart to the power that gives you life. So instead of focusing on the hatred, focus on the outpouring of love and kindness. Focus on how supported the families are in Texas. The outpouring of love and kindness. Honor those who have died by having moments of silence to remember. Focus on the love, the humanity. Instead of focusing on those whose politics you disagree with, focus on the principles you love and wish to empower. Instead of focusing on the seemingly endless stream of virus variants, focus on the myriad ways in which you can support your own health and happiness and vitality and vibrancy. Instead of focusing on freedom's temporary loss, focus on areas in which you are free. And dear ones, we're not asking you to stick your head in the sand and pretend that there are no problems in the world. And we are, however, not asking you to stick your head in the mud and stay there. We're asking you to acknowledge what you see and then turn your focus, your precious life energy and your love towards what you wish to empower in your life, in your world. If you wish to make calls, march, fundraise, focus on the love, the care, and the kindness and do it from the energy of love, inspired action with love. Love feels better, dear one. Care about how you feel. Care about how you feel. And as you reach for what feels good, what feels okay, you reach to feel the essence of divine, to know divine, and to allow divine's love into your life and into your world. So choosing love is so powerful. And remember that support from the higher realms, the light counsel, spirits for highest good, spirit for highest good, spirit guides for highest good, Divine beings, angels, archangels, all here for our highest good are available to you in this and each and every moment to help you on this journey. It's just in about inviting it in for your highest good. So my friends, that was the message that I received after one of my meditations. And it was a real powerful reminder to me
So I also hope that it supports you. So awareness is key. And if you notice you've slipped into a low vibrational state, it's okay, my friends, because I share with you how I, it's happened to me. And I do that because, because we're here living this human experience. And yes, I have tools and I use the tools, but I'm an empath too. But that doesn't mean that I have to stay stuck in a suffering state. So awareness is key. And if you've noticed you've slipped into a low vibrational state, invite in. You can invite in Archangel Michael for the highest good to put his wings of protection around you. You can invoke the violet flame to help you shift. You can also use Reiki energy healing, dousing energy healing. And you can welcome the parts of you that get triggered or in fear angry, afraid, into the light of love, forgiveness, and compassion. And remember that love is the force that perfectly resonates with who you really are. So now I'm going to lead us through a short Reiki energy healing, compassion, mindfulness practice. So when I was working with one of my um, first energy healing teachers, one of the things that was really beneficial for me to learn was that as an empath, even if I'm feeling suffering, I can acknowledge it. I can, I can stay in care and compassion and empathy, yet I didn't need to actually go down the rabbit hole into all the way into the deep dark of the pain and the suffering and what was happening to me was I was going into the suffering and so it took me some time to really catch myself and begin to um, actively become aware of what was happening and then to start to shift into the energy of compassion because when you stay in the energy of compassion and loving kindness it's creating this sacred space that is is then in energy of love and ki kindness and compassion and somebody who is suffering it can really support them if you stay in loving kindness and compassion as opposed to jumping into the suffering with them because then if two people are in the suffering it can really feel heavy 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 and really dark and dense and sometimes that does happen I've I've done it I've been in those situations but that's when you're bringing in it, it's just it's so heavy and it can feel like you're almost like collapsing into the heaviness and so with so many people in you know grieving at this time if it's like, yes, it's happening in terms of all of us, yet at the same time, if it's not directly in your individual experience where it was one of your family members that um, was, was killed in the violence, go through your grieving process, yet if you could, then show up in compassion and loving kindness energy to support those who are going through that. Because then that will not only support them in terms of stabilizing their energy field potentially, but it also can support you as an individual and then the collective. So it did take me some time to 
I mean, I went through many sessions with my energy healer teacher where I, I now, as I, I can just hear her voice again and again saying, you're going into the suffering, you're going to the suffering. You can acknowledge, yes, you feel the suffering. You can acknowledge the suffering, yet you have a choice. I know you feel like you don't have a choice because you feel like you're being sucked into the suffering, but you do have a choice. You know, you do have free will. And there were times where I feel like I didn't have free will. I felt like I was in the swirl of it. But that was also, I was caught in the, um, you know, I had monkey mind going on. And so I really had to use the tools to unravel monkey mind and learn to catch myself in my mental body to then understand what was happening in my emotional body. Although as an empath, oftentimes I feel things first and then the thoughts come in because I'm that just in terms of being tuned in. So I had to actively work on what I was sensing. And then as I was going through it, use the tools. Okay. Am I, you know, am I needing to stay in compassion energy or loving kindness and, and let go of being in the suffering? Um, Although there is a process, though, in terms of the grief process, you know, grief is a very, um, grief has many different faces, too. So uh, I have had many moments of going through the grieving process as well. That being said, um, catching yourself and becoming aware and then using the tools. So we're going to go through a short um, Reiki energy healing, compassion, mindfulness um, practice right now. Compassion is bringing a sense of empathy for the suffering and struggle others are experiencing and a desire to see that suffering alleviated. With a lot of the suffering in the world right now, it's really a beneficial time to practice compassion. So let's get into meditation and I'm going to ring the bell for us to start. So I invite you to find a meditation position that allows you to be both alert and relaxed at the same time. Sitting with your with a straight back, but not rigid. Or maybe you are standing, and that's okay as well. Or laying down, whatever works for you. And then when you're ready, gently close your eyes or lower your gaze. Or you can keep your eyes open if that works for you. And let's begin with three deep breaths together to settle back into our bodies. Breathing in, breathing out. Breathing in, breathing out, breathing in, breathing out. And now we're going to invite Reiki Energy Healing in if you wish to receive. You just have to say, yes, I'd like to receive my highest good. Reiki respects free will. So if you don't wish to receive but want to do the meditation, that's okay. It's completely okay. 
So inviting Reiki energy healing in. You may feel warm or cold sensations. You may feel tingling. You may not feel or sense anything at all, and that's okay as well. Sometimes it can help to connect into it, to see, sense, or visualize this beautiful white light infused with Reiki, showering you, clearing, cleansing, releasing, rejuvenating, reharmonizing, regrounding, re-elevating for your highest good. And we're just going to set the intention, if it resonates with you, to ask that Reiki clears away any non-beneficial energies, frequencies, vibrations, patterns, programs, anything non-beneficial, clear and release it, any dense energies. If there any of the grief, the sadness, the pain, if any of it can be released to bring in some relief, to bring in support, to bring in care, to bring in Protection, safety, we ask that that can happen for the highest good. And now, as you settle back in even more, Go deeper into the stillness, the stillness just tuning into how you're feeling, into your body, and meeting whatever you find, whatever you are feeling, meeting it with kindness, openness, and curiosity. So how are you feeling in your body, in your mental body, your emotional body, your physical body? And whatever you're finding, meet it with kindness, openness, and curiosity. And as you settle in even more, I invite you to find the breath sensations in your body and just settle the mind there for a few moment, few moments. So find the breath sensations in your body and just settle the mind there for a few moments. I'm aware that I'm breathing in. I'm aware that I'm breathing out. I'm aware that I'm breathing in. I'm aware that I'm breathing out. I'm aware that I'm breathing in. I'm aware that I'm breathing out. 
anytime your mind drifts off, it's all okay. Just simply meet whatever's on your mind with that same kind, loving care and curious attitude. And if you wish, you can label it as thinking. And then simply bring your attention back to your breath again. Using your breath as an anchor to bring your mind back into present to where your body is. Your body is always present. So you're bringing your mind back into presence with your body. And if your mind drifts off again, it's completely okay and normal and natural. With loving kindness and care and openness and curiosity, you can simply label it thinking, thinking, and then come back to your breath. You can even label breathing in, breathing out, breathing in, breathing out. Now, we're going to invite in the energy of loving kindness and compassion. Let yourself feel this energy. And if you're having some challenges, let yourself take a moment to feel your feet on the ground. Feel, feel yourself connected into groundedness. Letting yourself become grounded. And then shifting from being in your head to your heart. You can see a beautiful staircase in your head. Let yourself walk down the stairs, walk down the stairs, walk down the stairs. Shifting into your heart space. Shifting from being in your head to your heart. And then letting yourself see a beautiful white light elevator. Let yourself get in. Let yourself begin to go up. You're shifting up from 3D as high up as you need to go for your highest good, maybe 12D or higher for the highest good. You're going up, 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 bringing your energy up, bring your energy up, bring your energy up. So once you are grounded and then you've shifted from your head to your heart, you're bringing your energy up. You don't want to bring your energy up until you are grounded and aligned and in your heart space. You can always shift from your head to your heart first and then ground, whatever works for you. So letting yourself go up and now letting yourself feel the energy of compassion and loving kindness because those are higher vibrational energies. They're always up. And you are learning to master your energy, my friends. So now that we've called in the energies of compassion and loving kindness, 
Let us begin with this loving kindness meditation practice in mindfulness. Place your hand on your heart and one on your stomach, if that's comfortable. And let us begin by bringing self-compassion because life can be full of ups and downs and difficulty for us. So imagining yourself in your mind's eye, and I want you to repeat these well wishes in your mind. You can do this silently to yourself, intoning this telepathically to yourself. Or if you wish to say these out loud to yourself, you can do that as well. Whatever works for you. Let us begin. So repeat after me. May I be happy and at ease. May I be happy and at ease. May I be healthy and safe. May I be healthy and safe. May I be free from pain, suffering, and illness. May I be free from pain, suffering, and illness. May I recognize my strength. May I recognize my strength. May I feel loved and supported. May I feel loved and supported. And now, allowing a wish to arise, whatever you wish for yourself in this moment, let yourself repeat it to yourself. And I'll be quiet as you do so. And say it to yourself twice. Now, let's take a deep breath in, deep breath out, and we're releasing from that, and now bringing to mind someone who you love, perhaps a family member, or a close friend, or someone who has had, who has, someone who has positively impacted your life, I want you to imagine them, I want you to imagine them in your mind's eye and repeatedly say these phrases as well wishes in your mind's eye for them. We can also ask that Reiki is sent to them if, we're th if they wish to receive for the highest good. Remember, Reiki always respects free will. So that person, it's up to them to draw it to them for their highest good. So you can repeat these phrases silently intoning them telepathically to yourself 
Or if you wish to say them out loud, you can do that as well, my friends. Okay, so let yourself imagine this family member or close friend or someone who's positively impacted your life, seeing them in your mind's eye. You can also, if you wish, to see them completely engulfed in this beautiful white light infused with Reiki for the highest good. It is your practice, so I encourage you to make it your own, my friends. So let's begin. May this person be happy and at ease. May this person be happy and at ease. May they be healthy and safe. May they be healthy and safe. May they be free from pain, suffering, and illness. May they be free from pain, suffering, and illness. May they recognize their strength. May they recognize their strength. May they feel loved and supported. May they feel loved and supported. And now allowing a wish to arise, whatever you wish for this person, let yourself say it twice for them. I'll be quiet as you do so. And now taking a deep breath in, deep breath out and letting it go. Letting that person go. And now, bringing to mind someone who you don't know very well, yet perhaps you see from time to time. It could be a person that you see in meetings or someone who, maybe it's someone when you go to your local coffee shop, it's a barista, or somebody who delivers things to your home. It could be your mail person. It could be food delivery, someone you see from time to time, yet you don't know very well. Take a moment right now to imagine them in your mind's eye, and you're going to extend these wishes to them as well. And if you wish, you can see them completely engulfed in this beautiful healing white light infused with Reiki for the highest good, and remembering that everyone has free will, so whether or not they call it into themselves. It's up to them and their free will for the highest good. And remember, my friends, don't send your own energy. You're asking either Reiki or you're asking divine source to send this white light for highest good. 
Don't use your own energy. Okay, let's do this right now. Imagine that person in your mind's eye and extending them these wishes. May they be, may they be happy and at ease. May they be happy and at ease. May they be healthy and safe. May they be healthy and safe. May they be free from pain, suffering, and illness. May they be free from pain, suffering, and illness. May they recognize their strength. May they recognize their strength. May they feel loved and supported. May they feel loved and supported. And now, allowing a wish to arise for that person, whatever you wish. I'll be quiet as you do so. Say it twice for them. And now, taking a deep breath in. Deep breath out, letting that person go. And now bring to mind someone or a group of people you know are suffering and bring this person or this group to mind. It could be the community of Robb Elementary School in Texas or it could be another person or a group. And if you wish, so you bring them to your mind's eye and if you wish, you can also see them engulfed in this beautiful healing white light infused with Reiki. Or asking divine source to send white light for the highest good. Just remember, do not send your own energy. Don't send your own energy. Ask divine source to send it for highest good or ask Reiki to be sent for the highest good and see them completely engulfed in that Reiki white light healing in your mind's eye. Okay, let's do that. Think about a group or a person. And now that you have it, you can also, too, if you want to see the world, see the world and imagine just this beautiful white light infused with Reiki completely engulfed the entire world. So anybody who wishes to receive Reiki or any plant, animal, any situations, communities wishes to receive Reiki, asking that they receive Reiki for the highest good and gratitude. And remember, don't send your own energy, my friends. All right, let's do this. Okay, repeat after me. 
May they be happy and at ease. May they be happy and at ease. May they be healthy and safe. May they be healthy and safe. May they recognize their strength. May they rec- may, may they recognize their strength. And may they feel loved and supported. May they feel loved and supported. And now whatever arises, whatever you wish for this person or group, imagine that in your mind that you're sending it out into the universe for the highest good. And now we can direct this loving kindness, this compassion to some other specific groups that are struggling right now as well. And let us begin with those affected by the recent gun violence in the United States. And to the countless people affected by the tragedies and all the tragedies associated with gun violence. And let us send Reiki if they wish to receive and compassion and loving kindness and support and care and empathy to all those affected. Repeating these compassionate phrases either silently or out loud to all those affected by gun violence and asking if they wish to receive Reiki, asking that Reiki is sent for the highest good. Find a way to be at ease. May they find a way to be at ease. May all those affected by gun violence be healthy and safe. May all those affected by gun violence be healthy and safe. May all those affected by gun violence be healthy and safe. When they are ready, 
May they be free from pain and suffering. When they are ready, may they be free from pain and suffering. When they are ready, may they be free from pain and suffering. When they are ready, may all those affected feel their strength. When they are ready, may all those suffering feel their strength. When they are ready, may all those Suffering, feel their strength. May they feel loved and supported. May they feel loved and supported. May they feel loved and supported. May they feel cared for. May they feel cared for. May they feel cared for. May their pain feel seen and heard. May their pain be seen and heard. May love support them through this time. May love support them through this time. May the energy of compassion help them. May the energy of compassion help them. And now allowing whatever you wish for this community, these people, let yourself extend this to them right now. Now breathing in and breathing out and letting that go. And so now, suffering big and small in many ways, suffering can be part of life in so many different ways. So let us extend these wishes to anywhere else. May all people be healthy and safe. May all people be healthy and safe. May all people everywhere find their way to be at ease. May all people everywhere find their way to be at ease. May all people everywhere feel loved and supported. 
May all people everywhere feel loved and supported. And now allowing whatever you wish for And now, let us finish by taking three deep breaths together. Breathing in, breathing out, breathing in, breathing out, breathing in, breathing out. Imagining this energy of compassion, this loving kindness radiating out, touching people all and all over the world, especially those who need it. Letting us sit and for a moment in these energies of loving kindness and compassion. Letting it radiate out to the world, to those who need it. Remember, don't send your own energy. We're asking this from the universe, from the highest good. Now, we're asking to delink for the highest good and take another deep breath in. Thank you so much for joining me. You can open up your eyes. Thank you, my friends, for joining me for today's Reiki Energy Healing Mindfulness Practice. If you get value from any of these energy healing meditations and episodes, I invite you to please share with your friends so more people can find out about these meditations. Or if you want to find out when there's new ones, please subscribe on the platform which you're listening. Then just let the providers know that you're getting value from these episodes and these meditations. And if you'd like to hear... When I produce additional content, then it will be sent to you via when you subscribe to the platform in which you're listening. If you'd like to reach out to me, you can find me on social media at inspiringyou.co or on my website. Thanks again for joining. I look forward to seeing you next time on the Inspiring You podcast. Much love, light, and compassion, everyone.